Welcome to the first episode of my diary back. I'm Hania and today I'm gonna be discussing what is my diary back. So my diary back is basically your diary giving you advice. So tell me what did your diary tell me tell you today? Mine told me that I'm tired and that I should eat some chocolate. <laughs> so forever isn't isn't listening. Yes, I said isn't. You're probably wondering why I started it. And, well, it's simply for fun. Um, just a chat between someone somewhere in the world and someone on the other side. But if we're getting into the complex stuff, it was my book idea that I hope to write one day. And the idea just popped into my head and I was fascinated by it because I thought I lost my creativity to the crucial education system that is incredibly flawed that we are unfortunately slaves to in the world we live in today. So what is your diary wrote back and what is the idea? Well the idea popped into my head when I was talking with a friend, my best friend actually. So we were texting, you know, random stuff, and suddenly I was like, what if your diary wrote back to you? So she was telling me about how much she loved journaling, and she loved writing in her diary, and I was telling her the same. But what if whatever you're writing is actually responding to you? And that's the point of the podcast. I will be using um, stuff from my diary, from the diaries of other people, and the stories of people I've encountered throughout my life and showing you guys the difference and different perspectives going on. So, why will I be giving advice? Who am I to give advice? I'm just someone who met a lot of people and I'm sure you all have too, but I decided to speak whatever's on my mind and say it to you. And that was going to be the point of my book. Your diary is probably the closest person to you. It's closer to you than anyone else. You put in there your deepest, maybe darkest secret. Your crush is in there probably. And we write because we feel like we need to put something out into the world. And that we're struggling to find someone to hear us. And what are they going to say about it? Or are they going to judge us? Or are they going to understand us? But your diary doesn't judge you. Your diary understands you. It's yours. And that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to be someone who can understand you, not judge you, and listen to you. So, when I decided to start writing a diary, I was in primary, so pretty young, about seven years old. Trying to write in my diary a bit, it was really refreshing, calm. But I later learned that my parents were reading it and going through it and I was worried about that. So I started writing in code and a lot of people do that but I was still writing, I was still putting it on there. And I was definitely afraid of my parents discovering my real feelings. You might tell me that I'm a chicken. Yes I am, we all are. Maybe it's insulting to some of you but (laughs) we are, we're afraid of a lot of things and Fear drives us to different journeys, it puts us in different ways, and it is important, but it shouldn't control you. So, what do we fear? We fear the consequences of the stuff 
we wrote in our diary of these words. And words are very powerful. People have no idea how powerful words are. A lot of people forget it about that. They say stuff without thinking about it and they end up hurting a lot of people. But you also end up hurting yourself when you're thinking these words in your mind. So what are we afraid of? Why is fear driving us into indifferent directions? Well, we're afraid of the consequences of what's in that diary. What if this person finds out I have a crush on them? What if my parents find out that I'm not happy and that I'm depressed? What if my friends find out that I didn't like that word they said? Are they going to stop liking me? Are they going to hate me? What if, what if, what if? The constant what ifs that we have today, tomorrow, and yesterday. I've came upon um, a realization that oh, social media has realized already. I'm not the first person to. But a lot of people lose interest when their crush likes them back. And why I think people are scared of admitting their feelings is because they're stuck on the idea of curiosity, the hope. Hope is a nice way, word for it, but people want that constant element of surprise, right? What if that person likes me? What if they don't? They want to keep thinking about it, talk about it, and have something that takes over their time because, well, they don't have anything to do or they're procrastinating, basically. So I'm wondering, is the truth really that scary? If, if we put the truth out in the world, are we ruining the hope? Are we ruining the hope of someone liking us or the hope of getting accepted to this university or the hope of anything? Our choices, the consequences, the words we say, the lies we lie and call them white lies thinking we're doing it out of protection to give someone hope to make them think that oh life's amazing it's not it's very flawed but my question is truth why are people lying all the time why are they faking it why are they going through all of that and what is the reason behind it and i've done a lot of research on it and i'll be discussing it in future episodes as well So, why am I starting this podcast? That's a question we'll go forward with. Well, I've been discussing a lot of stuff, lying, um, insecurities, fakeness, hope, curiosity. These are all thoughts we have in our heads, but I have them too, just like you. And I'm an observer and an overthinker. So I observe things and start overthinking about them. Oh, why did she react like that when she said that word? Oh, maybe she's sad, maybe she's mad and trying to observe every single thing in front of me and it overwhelms me. And what helped me figure it out what I'm observing is writing it down or talking out loud and that's what I'm doing. It's kind of hard to talk into a mic and not knowing who's listening to you or what they're thinking but 
I'm pretty sure it is what they're thinking. Everyone has a different thought. Everyone's thinking, what will happen if... And they start overthinking. I want to interact with each and every person who listens to this podcast. Whether it becomes successful, whether it does not, whether... I edit this episode horribly because this is my first time recording from my dorm, which is probably isn't soundproof or the you can hear my chair squeaking. But I'm ready to hear every comment, positive or negative, and respond to it. Because why not? And something I'd like to share because... I want to be truthful while recording, not just stating the facts or making it perfect. I was deciding whether to reveal who I am or not. And that was because I was afraid of what many people in my life would say, my friends, my family, and what are, and strangers in fact, what are they going to say? What? Why is she recording a podcast? What does she have to say? What does a kid like her in university a student have to say? I have a lot to say. I have a journey to share. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of us out there will relate to it. A lot of you guys out there will relate to it. So, this is why I'm sharing my journey. And I'm sharing thoughts, a different perspective people often overlook. A lot of stuff. People overlook a lot of things in life that aren't discussed. Whether it's friends, whether it's your daily habits, whether it's productivity that's not discussed more than ever, whether it's you going to university in the morning and the vibes you're going with, whether it's a random look you got off of a, off of a stranger and didn't think about ever. I think about this stuff. I think about every single person walking on the street and what journey they might be going through, where did their life take them? Because you're your main character in your story, but we often forget that there are many more people in the world. There are almost 9 billion people in the world. So why are we not thinking about them and only thinking about ourselves and how today I'm the bus was late and that I hated that and I was late to school and blah 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 and you start start thinking about all the horrible negatives and minor problems that occurred in your life. But who are we without problems? <laughs> this is what life is supposed to be. That's the that's what brings us happiness solving those problems don't you guys feel relieved when you're not late even though the bus was late but you got there early you're like phew I got there in time that's a sense of happiness you're relieved so who am I and what am I going to say I did discuss what I was going to say but who am I I'm a loud person, that's what my friends told me, and they said it's a negative about me, which I think is pretty funny because that's part of who I am, and that's why they like me, so I wouldn't change it ever, because, well, 
some people might hate what you do. You can't impress everyone, can you? And you should love yourself because no matter what anyone says, you basically got yourself. Don't change yourself unless it's for a constructive reason that you're changing yourself for the better, you're changing your mindset for the better, you're changing your body for the better, but don't change it for anyone but yourself. And honestly, my favourite song is a song called I Wanna Be Myself. Be yourself, because it's such a long journey to try to find yourself after you lose yourself. I travelled, well, moved across the world, and back home I was someone who was acting 24-7. I wasn't myself, (laughs) never was, I never discussed my ideas out loud because I was deemed too young to discuss my ideas and that I'm probably getting nowhere with them. And that my ideas were not valid and that I should just study and focus on my studies and put my creativity aside. But I refused to do that. I fought until I could control my day. Not anyone else controlling it for me. Not my parents. Not my family. Not my friends. No, me. Me controlling my day. Me choosing when to wake up. Me choosing what my priorities are. And it took me a long time to remember who I was, thinking back to my childhood, what what I liked, what what did I like to do, I used to compose music and I stopped, I used to play a lot of instruments, I used to dream about being on radio and discussing stuff, which I am doing now, so that's a first step. I used to dream about becoming a writer, because everyone back at school told me that My English was bad and that I couldn't be a writer. Some people told me my voice is horrible and I can't be on radio, so... I'm gonna try this out. Put as much episodes as I can out out in the world and maybe I could be successful. Now, this isn't a professional podcast where I sit there and discuss a topic and share my thoughts on it. No, it's just... A nice conversation between friends. And I'm urging every single one of you to burst out that bubble. Stop acting. Stop faking who you are. And it might be hard. You might forget who you were. Who was I in the beginning? What am I now? Am I just trying to impress my friends? Am I trying to impress my family? This is why we live in a weird world today, and weird isn't even a good word to use, but we live in a world that's just fake. No one knows who they are, and quite frankly, it's a long journey journey to find out who you are, and it took me some time to, but when I did, and when I just got caught one string and started to search for who I actually was before the acting, I became more happy. So for every single person out there thinking, oh, but I'm not happy, find yourself. 
And when you find yourself, you'll know that I'm right. That finding yourself is the happiest thing that could ever happen to you. So what I'm saying is it's not worth it to forget yourself, ruin yourself for people or for culture or for society. Be yourself. And I know it wasn't your mistake. It's not any of ours. But we should try and change that. We should try and find ourselves. We were taught that or raised that we shouldn't think, we shouldn't be ourselves, we shouldn't say the truth, we shouldn't clearly talk about what we want to think about or respond to questions. People's quotations, they quote the word stupid, stupid question. There's nothing such as a cute, stupid question. You're just a child who is questioning. But how dare you question? How dare you question the life we're living? And there goes your creativity. There goes your education. You start hating education. You're giving a textbook to read from and memorize because that's what they taught you to. All the knowledge is there, but they forget about the rest of the world. You're stuck in jail. In your room, you know nothing about the rest of the world. You have no idea what everyone else in the world is going through because you were given a handbook to go by. We're not objects. We don't need a manual. We need to discover. Now, my biggest question is, parents tell their children to say the truth. Never lie. When they were lying when they said that, this developed something in us as children. It developed that whatever they may claim is the truth actually is. They lose the sense, they lose the feeling of truth. A child is always truthful, but they grow up and they don't anymore. And why is that? Because everything has become passive. The way they were raised has become passive. Our words have become passive. Our thoughts have become passive. Even our aggression has become passive. No one is taking action anymore. Everyone's just thinking about it in their heads. What if my life was like such and such? Take action. It's proven by science. Action gets you to a destination. And make sure you're enjoying the action. This brings me to something else. Divorce rates that everyone is talking about right now. Why are divorce rates so high? It's because of how we were raised. People are not truthful. They are not communicating. They forget who they are. They keep changing into people that aren't their true selves. And... That's why this happens. We are stuck in an everlasting toxicity cycle. And that's just because we do not communicate. We need to start and break that generational trauma. We're in a generation of technology. We have access to everything. And they call us lazy. Lazy. 
But that's a good thing if you think of it. We find the fastest way to do things and the most efficient. And we just can't find the fastest way to communicate. Is that logical? Where's the logic? Where's the emotion and logic? Because, well, there's nothing such as only logic, but where's your emotional logic? And something that I've realized is that we were all raised, including myself, inside a picture. I think most of us were raised inside that scene from a movie, the family portrait, the the societal portrait. What did we actually think? What would have been real if we were inside that picture? Think of it. The happy family. The happy society. But below that picture, there is billions of layers of problems. Emotion. Positivity. Negativity. Struggles. Obstacles that are never discussed. And we tend to always, and I mean always, normalize that happy portrait and advocate it, putting it into a positive idea. This is the toxic positive society we live in today. That's just social media. So we not only are tricking ourselves in our real lives, we're tricking ourselves online. Social media was once the escape, but now the escape is reality. But if both were jail, both were a prison, where are we going to go? Where is our reality? Where We're stuck in between. And we are prisoners in both, and we question why we aren't happy, that's why. Artists draw to escape. Musicians create music to escape. They portray their work, which was based on reality. But is our reality based on reality? Or is it just the word flying around that's based on the same picture that we call reality? The ironic part is artists escape in the work, and we are all artists, we were born artists. Go back to rewind to your memory and your memory as a child. You definitely draw a picture, drew a picture. Let me guess, was it the family picture? You, your brother, your sister, or maybe your only child and your parents? We are escaping reality in reality. The complexity of the situation we're living in is not discussed enough. And I'm here to discuss it and I'm not leaving it until people finally start to think properly about this world we're living in today. People who love the gym, gym rats, understand me. They go to the gym to escape. There's a million thoughts going through their brain and they're escaping those. And I go to the gym myself to forget about these thoughts. But we need these thoughts. We need everyone to say what they're thinking, to discuss it together. 
to bring it into perspective. To understand that we are faking our reality and we are faking social media and we have no idea what our reality is. Because quite frankly, everyone is looking at their phones nowadays and not looking at anyone. I had a friend the other day pass by me looking at their phone and they had no idea that I was there. I looked at them, I saw them pass by, but they didn't see me. They missed the conversation that maybe would have made the day or maybe would have made it worse. I don't know. But they missed the conversation. They missed the human interaction. So the last thing I'm going to say is please confront the situation before looking for comfort because confronting it is your actual escape is your actual hope, is your truth, is your happiness. Maybe think a bit, <laughs> write your thoughts down, or don't write them, think about them. Think about the world we live in. Interact with people, discuss it with your friends. Hey, let's leave our friends, let's have a good interaction. Let's create a proper reality to live in. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of my diary wrote back, because this is me writing back to you. And this was a sneak peek of what's going on in my head and what's going to be into the coming, in the coming episodes. I hope you liked it and I'll see you in the next episode.